Thank you, Jonathan. As we worship this morning, we recognize the joy of being in relationship with Christ. And as we look at our passage this morning, which will be in Luke chapter 10, um, and I changed the title, by the way, just yesterday. It's different than what's in your bulletin. Um, We're looking at a passage this morning that is probably familiar to you. It's the passage of Mary and Martha. Mary and Martha, not later on with their brother Lazarus and looking at at Jesus raising him from the dead, but actually looking at earlier when Jesus is invited into their home and as he is teaching, you have this discussion between Martha and Mary and Jesus. And this discussion is really important. And I think it points to, out to us today, and I think especially in our culture, so much we are focused on being workers and doing things well. And how, and, and so appropriately, like even from a, a young person, I kept track of who was Martha and who was Mary because I associated Martha with Martha Stewart, is how I associate. I, does anyone, no one else has done that? That's how I remember Mary and Martha. The worker in the kitchen is Martha Stewart. That's how I keep those separate. But it, don't we all focus on, on the work so much? Um, in our culture, we pride ourselves on how well we work. And our lives are busy. We've got families and, and work and school. And it can at times be quite overwhelming because we have all these different things tugging for our attention and our time and it can be hazardous for us it can be bad for health as we're dealing with the stress Um, but more importantly it can be bad on our faith bad on our faith if we begin to focus on the work and what we have to do and we begin to confuse ourselves that the work is important but not what is in here is important And I think that's what the reminder that Jesus is telling Martha as they have their discussion. See, I think we can, we we mistakenly keep making our faith about what we do and not about who we are and who we are in relationship with. You see, even when we recognize that we are part of the family of God, that we are the daughters and sons of God. Even in that recognition, it's, it's family. It's recognizing how important we are to be with each other. And within a healthy family, no matter what goes on in that family, the important thing is the love of the bonds within that family, more so than what each person does and what they do. You know, even recently I was talking with a family um, downtown as we were walking, and this other family that goes to another church, um, they were talking about they're going to be empty nesters soon, empty nesters soon, and they were so excited to be empty nesters. And my first thought was, you know, I was thinking, well, I'm not quite as excited about Ansley leaving as what you are, Um, but then I also thought, were my parents really that happy when I left the house? <laughs> I, w- I was the youngest, and, I, it, and how I thought that they were not so happy for me to leave is the first thing that came to my mind was the work that I did for my parents. 
because I thought I got home Fridays after school, I mowed, I did all the trimming, and then I did a lot of the yard work. And when my parents moved back to Alabama, I went down and, and did a lot of work there from um, learning masonry, doing brickwork, and then um, we... Um, we did an underground sprinkler system in their yard, and I remember working that, and I, and I worked hard. And I'm thinking, they couldn't have been that happy for me to leave and leave the house for them to be an empty nester because of the work that I did. Not thinking automatically the relationship that I had with my parents, but I jumped to the work that I did. See, the work is what we see, and it's what we can see ourselves and very often the work is, is what we take pride in. And so much in our culture, you know, our culture is very supportive of, of we as Americans are, are hardworking people who do things right and we do them well. But sometimes I think we can so focus on what we do that we start neglecting what's in here and neglecting our relationship that God calls us to. So before I go any farther, let's look into this conversation in Luke 10 with Mary and Martha and Jesus. I will point out that in the chapter above this, this chapter has been focusing heavily on what it means to be a follower of Christ. And the story of the Good Samaritan is right before this. And I don't think that's an accident. The, the author, the biblical author here is pointing out of what it means to be a faithful follower of Christ. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister, Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. And I'll pause right there in that, remember, this is the opening and introduction of Mary and Martha, but this was continued on to be a relationship in that Mary and Martha and Lazarus as John points out in the other gospel, that they were tight. These were good friends of Jesus over time. And within this relationship, Jesus here at the beginning is, is explaining something that's very, very important. Verse 40. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him, that's Jesus, and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you're worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, are indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken from her. You see, as we recognize this, and I, I like to think of the analogy of this as the, the kitchen and the living room. The kitchen is where we serve. The kitchen is where we do things. The living room is where we sit and we have conversations that reaches our soul. And Jesus is pointing out here, not preparations are wrong and not that getting meals prepared because people are hungry is not that that's important that's not what he's saying but he's saying the primary thing the most important thing is our relationship our understanding our learning of who jesus is and the heart of of who jesus is and what jesus teaches and then i fully 
believe that after we experience the living room, then we can move into the kitchen. But very often, we go to the kitchen first because we see what needs to be done and we try to do what needs to be done. But very often, what we pick is the things that need to be done and the things that we need to do. Maybe you're coming more from us rather than what God is calling us to do. You see, we have to make sure that we don't make faith about what we do. It must be about allowing ourselves to be in the submissive posture at sitting at the feet of Jesus, the feet of our rabbi, the feet of our daddy, the feet of our savior. And from this posture of sitting at his feet as we learn not only head knowledge, but we learn emotionally that we are loved. God loves us so completely and so thoroughly that it's inspiring. That as we feel the incredible presence of God, as I read earlier, that it brings us joy, that our joy may overflow because of this experience of the love of Jesus. You see, we find intimacy in the living room. Not tasks, not a to-do list, but we find intimacy in the living room. Now, the task may come through that relationship that we have with God. God then brings us awareness of things, of, of things that he's calling us to do, to go out into this broken world, to make things right, to bring this brokenness back to him again. And they may come, but the fact is he wants our life, not our to-do list. He wants our life and not our tasks. You see, in the kitchen is also where we find transformation. In the kitchen, I mean, sorry, in the living room we find transformation. Because as we sit in that posture of obedience and submission to Jesus, then something begins to change as we experience his love and his compassion in our lives. This love and compassion begins changing us. In fact, changing us to grow and to look more like Jesus, to look more like him. And so as we allow this process, as we sit at the feet of Jesus to happen, then we are growing in relationship. We're growing in intimacy. We're growing in transformation to be who Jesus is calling us to be, and that is like him. And then through this process, when we go into the kitchen, we're going into the kitchen not out of duty, not out of a to-do list of things that have to be done, but we go into the kitchen then to serve with a spirit of love, with a spirit of joy, with a spirit of we are participating in the kingdom of God together. And we each have our own role to play as we do that. But for us this morning, I really want to challenge us as we look at the theme of service. Have I spent time in the living room first? Am I putting my experience in the living room as the highest priority in my life? And then if, we, if we're doing that, we go to the kitchen and we can do so. Now, the, the awesome thing is, though, we don't just stay in the kitchen. See, we live in an understanding that we need to keep going back to the living room as we grow and learn and then as we serve and then as we experience life together and as we learn, and as we serve, and as we serve, and as we learn, 
we grow together in the body of Christ. But the important thing is, is that faith comes by sitting at the feet of Jesus and not what we do. Now, Kelly came up earlier and shared about thank you, verbally thanking you for making this choice to be a part of the kingdom of God and serving in the kingdom of God. And that is of utmost importance. But also I want to make sure that you're a part of the living room. We're offering you an opportunity to sit at the feet of Jesus, to be with his word, that we're going to start, and an, we have an open door, we have an on-ramp to participate in Bible study groups. We call them connection groups. And within these connection groups, it's an opportunity to connect with God and connect with each other. And as we do this, we grow together, and we understand as we sit at the feet of Jesus of who we are, what our calling is, and what a joy it is to grow in Him. And as we do so, we experience faith, and as we go out and serve, we do so with that foundation of intimacy that we are given. And also, as we do serve in the kitchen at times, and I'm wearing an apron, and this is not only a visual aid, but this is for, for something that's practical, because right after the service, you are all invited down. The basement is decorated. We have a buffet like Shoney's downstairs. And we as staff want to thank you for serving and being part of the kingdom of God within our church family. We have not only biscuits and gravy, we have Terry Sparks ran down. He bought this brand new, really nice industrial Belgian waffle maker. And so in one corner, he's got a waffle making stand um, for you to go up and to get your Belgian waffle. But we're doing this to say thank you for your participation in the kingdom, for making a difference, for allowing Jesus to work through you to make a difference in this world. And as we do so, we recognize that at first we have to go to the living room or otherwise we're just doing good things and doing good tasks. So what I want to ask you this morning for a reflection question is am I putting the cart before the horse? And that is I want to make sure that you're putting first the living room, that you're putting first the, the sitting at the feet of Jesus and when you get that in the right priority, in the right order, then your service brings joy and completeness as part of the kingdom. But if we don't go to the living room and we just stay in the kitchen, then we're, we're just doing good things. We're just doing good deeds and we're missing out on the abundant life that Jesus has for us. So as we, we listen to the, the music, think on that of, am I going to the living room? Am I sitting at the feet of Jesus? And if not, talk to me about how you can get more connected to be at the feet of Jesus and sitting in the living room. Heavenly Father, as we recognize your calling to us, we thank you for the living room experience. We thank you for the opportunity to come and grow, to learn, to be more like you. God, help us to understand what that means. 
as we strive to sit at your feet right now. In your precious name we pray. Amen.